everybody and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed, uh, cursed video game ideas from all over the internet and we bring them back to this spot right here and we turn them <laughs> into the next AAA titles. You know what? I, I like I that. am one of your uh, hosts, oh. AJ Hart. And I... <clears throat> And I am your other host, Blake Rhea. Take Blake, it back. Today yeah, we, we are yeah. scheming. Mm-hmm. Why are we steaming it? Well, that's strange because we just got off a of videocation. Uh, a videocation. Yeah, we just we just got off a of videocation, bro. Like, what what can you be like super upset about? What is what's going on? What's going on? No, I'm just scheming about how I can get back at Yoko Taro today because mm. this motherfucker has been out to get me. This dog really made, like, a video. So 12 years ago, Yoko Taro sat down and he made this game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, one day, one day, this dumb motherfucker named AJ Hart will play my next video game, which my next video game is going to fucking own bones. My mm-hmm. my name's Yoko Taro, and in the year that I created Near Replicant, all I could think about was how good Near Automata was going to be. And it's going to make AJ love that game so much that that game's going to be so successful that it gives this game I'm working on now the privilege to be received in the public eye again, despite it being like this. And AJ Hart will be tricked at every turn. Every, every 20 minutes, AJ will be on an absolute high. And then 20 minutes later, will be an, at an absolute low, wrestling with what this game does to him, just <laughs> mentally as a person. My name's Yoko Taro, and fuck AJ Hart in the future. <laughs> Well, you so know I'm trying to get back so, at this motherfucker. I'm trying to find a way to uh-huh. get back at Yoko Taro today. Today mm-hmm. is my Yoko Taro vengeance quest day. I just want you to understand where I'm at with Yoko Taro right now. Well, I'm just... having to play through uh-huh. half of the game three times. I'm mm-hmm. currently on the third playthrough. Now, AJ, what the, this AJ, isn't like AJ, something I have fun. An like, for you. ooh, do the alternate options. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the same bosses, the same plot points. It was kind of cool the second time because there was a little bit of new stuff with the new voice lines and new dialogue. And oh, you know what? I'll be honest. The second time it kind of ripped bones. AJ. The third AJ, AJ, time AJ, I'm AJ, going AJ, through it, though. AJ. Okay. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. So you've gone through this game. At least you're going through this game about three times. And you're trying to figure out a way to get back at this guy. I have the answer. AJ, what's worse than playing a game three times and it feeling like a grind? designing a game three times and it feeling like a grind i suggest so this per, the, uh, for those that don't know we're talking about near automata and near replicant and it's the the way he likes designing his games is you have to go through the game multiple times to get the whole story from different perspectives and it's it really really cool near automata near automata works because he puts you through the first the first part of the game happens and you go through it one AJ, time it didn't work you finish AJ, it it. Did, it did not work because you know why because i couldn't get it through at once <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't get through that. You didn't get to like the second boss, even dog. You I didn't got even to get to boss. the open world. I got, I got no, to the big. You saw. did the tutorial. I got to, I got, you got yeah. to the big saw. You went to the moon base. You didn't even go back down to Earth to experience the no, actual I d- town. I did. I did go to the town. 
I did go to the like the weird little facade town that I looked around. I'm like, wow, this is like really gross looking. And then I stopped playing the game. I guess there's like really cool shit that happens. But guess what? It lost me. But besides the point, this is besides the point. My taste in this game is is not important. What you and I do, we go to this 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 gentleman's uh, design studio and we do a hostile takeover, AJ. And guess what? We tell them when we acquire their asses, we don't like the game design, design it again. And we delete the master file. And then he builds a game from the top <laughs> again. And we tell him, no, I don't like it like this. And he designs it again. And then that third one's okay. So now he has to do, he has to experience the shit you do, AJ, where you have to okay, play the yeah. game over again, over and over again. It's the repeat. Okay, yeah, I like this. This is a good scheme. So whatever the game is that we make this week on this episode, it will be created and directed by Yoko Taro. Oh. We will delete the master file of the game two times before we release it. Okay, can I add a little stank on that? Does that mean whatever game we make this week has to be playable three times? No. It is no, made three I times. I think that's, uh, oh, it was made three times. Okay, but that doesn't, I mean, I, oh, regardless. It, it, it will still no, be no, no. a game directed by Yoko Taro, so, so it will have means, like a replay element. Yeah, it has, it has to have a new game yes, plus absolutely. E this will be a Yoko Taro collab. Of course, uh -huh. of course, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, Yoko Taro is an auteur. I need to make sure that if, if it's got Yoko Taro's name on the tin, it of course will have like, um, his stank on it. I need to explain really quick. I didn't get to talk about on the podcast why I'm so steezed at this man. Bro, we've been talking about this for seven minutes. Do you want to actually do some game yeah, design? Yeah, but I didn't. You cut me off before I got to talk about how <laughs> fucked up this third playthrough is. Uh-huh, okay, So the okay. game, you have to run through the bosses every single time, all three times you run through the whole game. And the uh -huh. game knows that you have to do this to the point that there are achievements in the game that say, congrats, you beat this boss in four minutes. Good job, dipstick. You've played the game so many fucking times, you dumb idiot moron, that you can beat this boss in under five minutes. Good job, dweeb ass. <laughs> hey, fuck nut. You I mean, did like, it in under ten. Good job. Uh, and I'm like, just give me a new boss then. Fucking do something else. <laughs> Let me do different things, please. <laughs> Wait, what year Please. was this made? This is, was this 2012 or 2010? I don't fucking know. Google hold it. On. Here, hold on, hold on. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, what other game could you be playing in this year of 2010? 2010 games. Wasn't that? Fallout 3 came out the... Fallout 3 came out that year. You don't need to be playing anything else. Actually, no, Fallout 3 was 2008. You can be playing What else came out? You can be playing Skyrim. Okay, actually Red 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 Dead Redemption, Mass Effect 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, Fallout New Vegas, uh Limbo came out that year, StarCraft, BioShock 2, Alan Wake, Heavy Rain, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Bro, there are so many other better games to be playing in the year 2010. This, okay. I'm so upset about this, Blake Rand, because I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been giving this game a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, being like, ah, oh, it's a fucking 12-year-old game. Forgetting yeah, in my no. mind what that means. <laughs> then, I mean, like, in my brain, when I think of a 12-year-old game, I'm thinking, like, fucking, like, you know, like some PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2-ass game. Yeah. This yeah, was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this oh, is like, was this a this PlayStation like, Three generation game? Yeah, PlayStation Three. I think it was also. Uh, I think this was like during the transition of. No, no, this was not during the transition. What the what the fuck am I saying? This is like middle of PlayStation Three era, bro. 
Yeah, dude, there were I like. I could have been playing fucking, Infamous. Yeah, you could have been playing. Oh, inf- was Infamous? No. God of War 3 came infamous out this was year. Infamous PlayStation though. 3, baby. Oh, I'm, well, I'm talking about games that you could have played during the year of 2010. Like, Matt, uh, like Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption and Fallout New Vegas alone is just... Uh, also, Alan Wake. Gotta give my love to that boy. Alan Wake, love Anyway, you. Yoko Taro, thanks for making a game <laughs> 12 years ago specifically designed to fuck me. Um, well, I love it, Well, at least you appreciate hey, it, Hey, right? when this game rips, this game owns bones is the thing about it. Like, I'm so upset about this, but, like, I'm doing it. Because it rips sometimes. Like, those okay, bosses okay. rule. I got to one of the bosses on my second playthrough, and I went into that boss thinking to myself, I'm not going to cry a second time when I do this boss. Spoiler alert, I did cry a second time while fighting that boss. It <laughs> rules. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I I think, so looking, going in the vein of Nier is, based off of what you've talked to me about, it has it delves into really interesting questions about like what is being human and like how and machines can imitate human but how human can they really be he's a very 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 like deep thinking person so i want to wrap that into the first game because this is really relevant right now and i feel he could do this game really well of course this one comes yes. to this one comes to us on squid pope antiques roadshow for memes stay with me stay with me um okay <laughs> there is you know what's really fucking popular right now, AJ? Like with hmm. with uh, NFTs. NFTs are fucking huge. It's like a zinger word now. Hell, that one the one meme girl, like the dis- the disaster kid, sold that NFT of that meme for five hundred thousand dollars. AJ, five hundred thousand dollars. There's so much money. So imagine somebody rolls up with an NFT of their meme. And basically tries selling it antiques roto- show style, but it slowly dissolve devolves. Actually, not devolves, but kind of builds into this concept of what do you really own with an NFT? Yes, you have this piece of code, but is it like owning a painting, like a physical painting, like the original Mona Lisa or the original, like an original Jackson Pollock? And it gets into this whole mental thing of how we're slowly becoming a ge- a world where you don't yeah, actually yeah, yeah. own so, anything. So let me let me break into Yoko Taro's mindscape a little bit. Yoko uh-huh, Taro, uh-huh. if you could just – I'm going to just crack open his big watermelon mascot head just like with a big bat and it's going to shatter like a pinata. Um, and now I'm in his mind space. Ka-ting! So here's the question. As we create NFTs and we create these illustrations that are digitized – at the same time that we are starting to look at the post-human experience, we're going mm-hmm. to hit a point when the Mona Lisa in image and Blake Rea, the human being, are both art. Which ones hu- or are both digitized, but which one's human, Blake? If I turn you into a flash drive and I turn Mona Lisa into a flash drive, how am I supposed to know which one's human? How are you supposed to know which one's human? You also just made me really uncomfortable because, like, say somebody takes... You're an image of you and sells it as an or is like as an NFT. Does somebody does somebody own your? How does that go? Does that no? Does they own the picture or do they own the like? I mean, I guess that is different. I I, I don't know. I'm talking. I, we're talking about something I clearly do not understand. But then again, that's Here's like a playing list a of things game. I know about NFTs. <laughs> um, they take they're a Bitcoin, I think. And if you make them, Twitter gets <laughs> mad at you. And the They're Wu-Tang this... Clan was stealing fan art and turning them into NFTs and selling what? those really? and not giving oh. any money back to the creators. Oh, what that's about... of shit. That's oh, not and cool. Then the, and then the, and then the, uh, 
the Oscar situation with the NFT. And that's about all I know about NFTs is that they kind of just suck shit and are bad news. Yeah, but there's like fucking money in it, which is like the craziest thing. Like, NFTs, there is a lot I, of money. In yeah, it. like the fact that that the meme girl was but able the, to but, sell I mean, that like, image the for money five hundred thousand. The money is there because it's a digital currency, not because of the art. Like that's that's no, the tragic reality of it. How wait? How do you mean? Like it's it's there's real money that was spent on NFTs. Like like the whole yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, people yeah, no, did. But what like, I'm saying is that people are interested. Pe- the, people are throwing money at the NFT because it is a digital NFT, Bitcoin. If it was about the art, they wouldn't need to be selling NFTs. People would just be able to sell prints to rich people. I disagree. Like I think it's. There's this fascination with the concept of owning something digitally, even though it's not a tangible thing. It's just like it's uh, Bro, for lack I can of a better word, a it's, it's a fucking. Well, no, I mean, like, but even in a JPEG, do do you fucking do you physically own that? It's not. It's more of like at any moment that can be taken from your phone, or like it, it's just a free floating in a way and just an idea. It's something out there in the world that anybody could have access to, even though it is like it like it, it's like. It's different, like, because you have a painting, and then you have that in your physical person. You can keep that in a room away from things. An NFT is, like, it's just, like, I could just walk up and say, hey, this is an NFT, and you wouldn't, you would just see it the same way a person would just see the uh, the average JPEG, you know? it's There's something weird about that, and there's something, like, kind of, like, a loss of control that you can play into. So I'm wondering if this starts out as... And an, like just antiques rogue show style, a bunch of old white people coming and looking and getting stuff appraised from like their you know from generations ago. Um, <laughs> I actually really like watching antiques rogue show with my parents. It's it's like something really soothing. <laughs> There's something really soothing about it. Like I get home and I'm like, you know, oh hey, antique antiques rogue show. Watched a lot of antiques rogue show over COVID. That and RuPaul's Drag Race. Lots of those. See, I was never. I'm glad you're able to get into Antiques Roadshow because I always got super uncomfortable by it. Really? Why? Like, what about it? Because these motherfuckers would show up to old people and they'd find the like a Coca-Cola sign in the backyard and they'd be like, "That Coca-Cola sign can go on the black market for seventeen billion dollars and three what? kidneys." What? And they'll ta- walk what, over what? to the old man. <laughs> The old man. Wait, am I thinking of the wrong show? Is Antiques Roadshow not no, the one where the think, people you... will go into like old people's oh, backyards, find something, no, 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 give no. them like five bucks for it, and then sell it for like a couple G's? Yes, you're talking Is about that like not the, Antiques Roadshow. Two... You're talking about the round guy, tall guy that would go into like people's like warehouses or garages and find like vintage like runner stuff, and they had like yeah. a van that they. Would... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just don't know the like the name of. Hold on. Okay, hold on. I need to. I need to get this. Let's let's use wait, the magic wait, of editing wait. here. No, don't worry about the names. Fuck the names. Uh-huh. I don't care about okay. those guys. I don't even want to name drop them. Fuck them. <laughs> no, antiques. If, if you Road- find their no, names, no. just tell me what they are. DM them to me so I can spit on their names. Okay. An- what is no, Antiques Roadshow and how is it different you, than these people just punking the it's like, fuck out is, of these old white is, people? It is the staple for old people. I think right up there with like Withers Originals. Um. 
or black licorice candy or hard candy. Like that when I think Hold old on, people, Blake, I think they're all called Werther's Originals. They're not Withers Originals. Did I say Withers Originals? I, I I'm you dumb, did, dumb and Lord. that makes me think of like a horrible ghastly <laughs> image, like <laughs> like a Wither, just like a like a Wither ghost, but it's just a like Werther's Originals. Smells of, that I'm of given by my nice grandpa. A Withers original is given to me by a witch named Baba Yaga who wants to lure me into my her home so she can eat me up. <laughs> okay, no, it's a, a, a Withers original. So Antiques Roadshow is this convention where a bunch of appraisers get together. Um, I believe they're actually underneath the company or hired by the company. And you can just show up to this convention with anything you have that you think is worth something. And those team of appraisals, you'll, or you'll be assigned an appraiser, and they look at that item and they tell you how much it's worth. Like, they use all of their resources to find out, like, oh, based off of the markings, it's from here, and that this tells us how much it's worth. So you have, like, a bunch of just Thank people bringing Thank you so much. It. We have it. Welcome to Yoko Taro's new video game. We've digitized Mona Lisa, and we've digitized Blake Rea. Both of them exist in the digi space. They are taken to a place, and they will be appraised. What is the worth of a human life? What is the worth of Mona Lisa? Discuss. So, you know what? Playthroughs. So, wait, but uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on for a second, because I'm just thinking back. I have been explaining this game to you, but you have been a mad. You have been, been picturing it from the television show Pickers, and that, that's the name of the show, by the way. Pickers. I think. Oh, I, I think Whoever hosts that. But but you're you're talking about it as you in the streets. Uh 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 uh. No, but you're you bring an interesting thing though. This is actually what if we combine these two games? So the way you pitched it is like these two people are going into garbage, stuff that's been sitting for years. AJ, this is a game that takes place like 50 years in the future from now, and you're going through old NFTs, like old images. Could it be that they're doing it in a digital space? Like maybe this is a VR game. You are literally going into the internet to find rusted forgotten nfts and then bringing them to get appraised in an antiques roadshow style so it's a dual gameplay thing you know that 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 mechanic you and i can't fucking get enough of that in dating games so i'm wondering is there like a you're going out into this apocalyptic style thing like you do in in near automata like a forgotten city a forgotten civilization of nfts hidden among the scraps of, of and civilization i can't stress enough and also digitized persons like the core crux of this thing will be the weight of art and the weight of a human life and what okay. are they when deconstructed into the digi space hey i gotta uh one thing i do just want to just you know just talk about you're talking about selling people <laughs> You're no, talking I'm talking about selling, selling flash drives of people. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? When they're digitized like that, these are the moral quandaries we will discuss. And I'm not talking about selling people. I'm talking about appraising people when they're digitized. But that's, but yes, that, this will be messy. Shows about yes, selling this will be kind of gross. Uh, okay, okay. But you actually, okay, okay, okay. You are onto something, though. I think if you do tell a story of like, this is like weirdly feels like something could happen because for years I'll now. I'll tell you this much. As somebody that is going to finish two Yoko Taro video games, this does sound something that is entirely his shit. Like the concept of selling somebody's essence or like the idea of somebody no, is yeah, fucking fascinating one, to me. One, this motherfucker can't go eight minutes without thinking about like, you know, what makes a human being. And mm -hmm. two... 
I want to deal with the moral quandaries of weight of like how much is a human life worth and more so what is it worth when turned into a flash stick when they've Could been you... downloaded to the cloud when I'm they're just wondering... a bunch of gigs mm. I'm wondering if you could do a thing like, God, this is a can of worms. I can't believe we're about to open. But each NFT or each image, it can be its own NFT. Are you collecting sequences of pictures from people throughout their lifetime? So, like, the NFT for them at 10 is different than an NFT of them at 20. So you could have different instances of the same person or the same, uh, like, idea throughout their uh, life hold or on wait tm 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 i yeah. swear to god blake right now as we are putting this into the universe if i hear anything about an <laughs> nft being sold like a set of nfts of like oh this guy sold five nfts and they're one of him in like him in april one of him in may one of him in june if i hear about that i'm suing their asses AJ, so AJ, i'm trademarking I, no. this idea right now on the podcast <laughs> no, this no, no. is a suck this force is at work. so important yeah. to me this because i'm trademarking it and uh-huh. when i'm bored later i might like take a photo of myself and if i'm really really bored and find myself having way too much money then i will look into turning those into nfts and then i will be a billionaire how yes i made a, i said Wait, billionaire that's H-A- a fake amount of money that i've made up just now and that's how much money i'm gonna have I when i sell swear- five nfts of myself <laughs> I would like a different video game idea because NFTs make me uncomfy because all right, go, go ahead. Well, that's look at that. It's all near automata games, man. They make you uncomfortable because they make you question. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Go ahead. Give me, give me a game idea. Give me a game idea. I won't I'll reference talk about anything. This. I'll talk about creating a video game about maybe selling and buying digital people once they've been downloaded to flash sticks. But I draw the line about trying to talk about NFTs <laughs> because they're just a little bit too real for me. It's it's something that currently exists, and it's like, oh, I'm already seeing people misuse that. <laughs> this comes from Mars, the purple bastard clown, at Ooh. no gaytheist, no one gaytheist. Sundere simulator. Your entire goal is just to be mean to the person you like. If you try to be nicer and better yourself, you get the bad ending. Your love interest rejects you because you're not assertive enough. Could like we Raya. turn this? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, we can't turn this into a good thing. I'm well, desperately interested in doing game. it as a mean thing. Oh, party game. Fuck so yeah. I say we call this here's here's the game. Here's the game. Remember in Jackpox there's monster date night where you actually get to text each other and like hit on each other and figure out who you want to go on dates with. I wonder uh-huh. if there is a game here where we can do you one person in your group is like the the harem center and everybody else is trying to be mean to that one person. But you know, of course this is a game where people's feelings like the whole, you know what you're getting into. It's a game called Sun Sundari, like harem or whatever, I you know, it's going to be about here's the thing that mean. we need to unpack yeah. right now at the top yeah. of it. When we yeah. say Sundari simulator, uh-huh. we need to identify the ultimate Sundari character. For those of you that are smart enough to avoid anime, a tsundere character is somebody that's mean <laughs> because they like somebody. Um, 
Okay, the ultimate Sundari has Think to that be. One, uh, I, it's one of the girls from Archie. Was this? Was it the black-haired girl or the blonde-haired girl from Archie? Was a Sundari? I think it was the black. It was the black-haired girl that's a Sundari. Okay, the black-haired I, I, girl actually, from I don't, Archie. Honestly, was a dude, I don't even know anymore because I feel like those two. Those two girls, like it was like originally that they were supposed to be into Archie, but then they, but then it became which is fucking hilarious. They were like, you know what? Fuck that. And I think the two of them are dating now, and they just like, well, Archie's kind of a piece of shit, so we're gonna go do our own thing, which I. I think Good is the funniest them. which is like the funniest thing ever um yeah i think they have their own comics i don't know archie comics are weird because they've there's a there's a comic called archie versus predator it's an unpredictable comic series um, <laughs> <laughs> so we do need so, to figure out who mathematically the ultimate sundere character is do you have any people that you would propose uh i'm forgetting the name of the anime but it's the um uh it's the little, it's the brunette girl from the, that likes the blue haired guy that has like the angry eyes. It's the one where she's called the tiger and he's called the something else. Okay. Uh, the little, the little short girl from, um, Toradora. Toradora. Yeah. Toradora. Dude, that, oh man, that series fucks me up so good. Yeah. Honestly, here's the thing. I, I cannot now, be more are, annoyed with Toradora. What are the traits? What are the characteristics and what are the lines? You know what I mean? What, what makes her mathematically the best because she has such like little glimpses of just the cutest fucking moments of just like her being super humane and super nice to other people other than our main character i um, think she's a little bit too quick to violence quick to violence i mean like she, she knows what she's about she just she gets in there with her wo- with her wooden <laughs> she sword don't take and shit and we love that about she, her she, does, she doesn't take shit and She's a little aggressive. All right. I mean, like, nobody's perfect. <laughs> That's true. Who, hey, who, fair who, enough. Who would, you, who would you say is the perfect Sundare? Reen Tosaka. Th- notable things about her. One, saves the main character from bleeding out multiple times. That's pretty cool. Another mo- notable thing, every time she interacts with the main character, she's like, next time we meet each other, we're it's to de- it's to the death, homeboy. Oh. Oh and my then, god! And then they meet up next time, and she's like, "All right, so that was a bluff, actually. How's it going? I cannot. I'm not killing you." Uh, <laughs> this is the girl from Fate, right? Yes. Oh my god, she's so. All right. Uh, hold on, real quick. Mean, but not too mean. Sassy. I did not. Well, she's very sassy, but she's not. I was gonna maliciously mean. I was gonna say I was gonna say cute, but it. All right, she's well, she, uh, seventeen. Nope, I uh, can't say that. Live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there's other words. She's like twenty years old later. <laughs> but yeah, she like, goes to college. She goes to college. I don't know. Don't feel comfortable doing anything. I'm not touching that. Um, All right, we don't. Hey, we don't need to like unpack or like make accusations. We're just looking at like the archetype of the character that is mean but likes somebody. Uh, uh-huh. What I want, what I'm trying to find right here is our lines and veils of a Sundari character. You know, mm-hmm, a character because mm-hmm. like I think it's important that we find these these archetypes and make sure that we understand when it's too far. Asuka from Neon Genesis Evangelion. That's not a Sundari. That's just a bitch. <laughs> really. I, I feel yeah, like she's and, so mean. I she's feel like so anytime mean. I feel like anytime a Sundari is mentioned, she's like there. She's like these like one of the staples, my guy. Oh, for sure, but that doesn't mean she's a good one. That doesn't mean she's uh, she's <laughs> 
Fucked up. When people say spy movies, we all think of James Bond, but there's better spy movies. Like, come on, dog. Uh, name another spy movie. Quick. Kingsman. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, name another you spy movie. You thought you were going to catch me slipping? <laughs> name, an- name another spy movie. Vertigo. Thought you were going to catch me slipping? Vertigo's not a spy movie. What? I mean, well, well technically, he's a PI. I guess. I, he's not a PI. I thought he was like a business owner. And like he just got. I fucking... thought he was an investigator, like a private investigator. Vertigo plot. I don't know. It's fucking. <laughs> and oh, you're right. An ex officer who suffers from an intense fear of heights. Uh, yeah. Blake, you gotta be. God, you're never gonna catch me that's, slipping wait, that's like this. Not I'm a spy too good. Movie. That's not a spy movie. He's a police officer. That is very different than being a spy. That's very different. I don't you're even thinking, argue. Are you? Th- are you thinking you know of North by Northwest? So is a better spy or movie to catch a thief or something. Thinking, I was probably thinking of one of his other movies where he has some boring white guy that has to hunt down some white girl. Like they're all the same movie. <laughs> no, I mean Birds is a little bit different. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we want. Man, we're drifting what, this, this video week. game. <laughs> uh, the goal is to bully a main character without going too far and being malicious. But you can't mm-hmm. be nice to them because then you aren't assertive enough, and then you'll get the bad end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So going back to what I was saying, could this be a party game? Then is it like you, a person, is <laughs> randomly assigned the harem? center and then everybody else in your group is trying to be the best sundere i How would does... argue this it is an mm-hmm. ai that is the character because what i'm interested in is, oh. is the push and pull of some characters fucking and messing and pranking the main protagonist character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the other one's trying to undo those pranks without being caught like oh you know it's uh. going to be a super cool and funny thing that i'm going to do as a sundere person I'm going to just throw this nerd's lunch in the garbage because I cooked him my own lunch. Uh, and I need his lunch gone so he'll eat my tasty lunch. But So I throw it in the dumpster. And then you, Blake Ray, you're like, I, got, I, I need to make sure he eats. He's going to want that food. So you're going to uh, go get the food out of the dumpster for him. But if he catches you putting the, dump, the food in, like, the right spot where his lunch is supposed to be, well, mm-hmm. at that time, he would probably think that you were, like, kind of stealing it. And that might actually earn you bonus points. But if he okay. catches me planting my lunchbox for him, then he's going to be like, oh, she's doing a nice thing for me. That real, can't possibly real, be real, right. Real quick question. Is this borderlining on our other game, Fuck, Mary Kill, a little bit? Like, turning it into a party game, is that kind of – is it kind of the same thing without the murder? Ah. Uh, you know what? You're right. It is you kind know, of the same okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's... I think that this one exists mm-hmm. more in like a third party, like in a in like a party based system, like uh, active time, 3D models in the world together type system that the other one did oh. not. I think this one has stealth mechanics and real world oh, like objects so that like, can be moved there's around. There's like a there's like a limited open world that all the people can maneuver around. Like yeah, oh, this is you a sandbox be, be with cool. objectives and items and a schedule that our main protagonist runs through that we will try to mess up and torment. How about this? How about this? And there are items because to to really emphasize like the competition thing, there's only one instance of every single item. So you're constantly trying to you might have to fuck over the people you're competing with like and to steal the item from them. Like one of the most valuable items in this game, I bet you, 
is a copy of his daily schedule. So, like, if you have mm. his daily schedule, you will know where he's going to. You don't have to guess. You don't have to, like, think of, like, you can plan ahead. Be like, oh, he, this, our, the person we're crushing on has swim practice at, at, at 5 o'clock. Sweet. I have two hours to prepare for that. Let me go get some uh, something to spill on him while, or spill on them while, while they're at swim practice or, uh, I don't know, something, something else. I don't know. Um, but you are also trying, everybody's trying to mess with that, the main crush's schedule throughout the day. And there's, yes, there's we're items all trying you can to pick get his attention, and, earn his ire, torment him just a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I noticed that his umbrella is super small, so I'm going to bully the shit out of him. And then he's going <laughs> to come up to school the next day with a big umbrella. And you're it's thinking, huh, a big umbrella. Cool. But you know what's important about a big umbrella? Which Two I planned ahead for. <laughs> Two people can fit under a big umbrella. And oops. <laughs> I forgot my umbrella today. Uh, so I'll be walking home, sharing an umbrella with him. That's how I roll. It's all about the the mind games and the planning and the strats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a pin in this one. Okay, do you have okay. another game get, for me? I do have another game for you. This one comes to us on Reddit from Hojack underscore Borsman. Loot-based game. Loot-based action game like Diablo or Borderlands, but it's set in the culinary world, and the drops are ingredients that you can turn into more powerful foods. I think it would be so much fun to go through. Like, how do I how do I tackle this? Because you have to live in a world where like everything you you attack or are battling has to drop food items. So I'm wondering if you can take this as like a Ooh, bug snack baby, sort of thing about bug snacks yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Think about but, bug snacks. but more of like picture that as like some sort of something with more fighting so rather than it being like a you have to set up do puzzles to do complicated oh, there's traps plenty or of whatever. battle and bug snacks yeah. is there battling in bugs is there like an fps shooter in bug snacks well, is there like a is there like a top-down brawler in bug snacks you got a slingshot so you can lure bug snacks around no, you know what? I man. don't want combat. I want this to be like a drop-in. Where are we dropping, boys? Fortnite Battle Royale, where what? you all drop in and you all have little like tools so you can capture bug snacks. <gasps> you then have to take the bug no, snacks back to AJ, a place to cook them. AJ, 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 I have something way fuck. Okay, I, actually, let's let's go off what you're saying, but I want to build off of I want to build off of what you're saying. So yes. this is a battle royale, but it's not a battle royale like one would think. So. They, you have this map, and in the center of this map is some sort of, like, food contest, a chili contest, a cake contest, some sort of steak contest. You drop, and while you are trying to get to the center of this point, you are hunting animals of that are made of different ingredients. You are hunting, and you are, capturing, and yes. luring bug snacks so that yes, you can get you ingredients. Are, so you can get ingredients that you then have to cook in the in the end game circle or you are cooking along the way to take to the end circle but the cool part is is other people can attack you steal your ingredients or better yet steal your dish dude and like be like oh you made a beautiful cake and but here's the thing like as you as you get more ingredients and as you get as you cook more stuff there's like a i wonder if there's a system of like death stranding where it becomes kind of a balancing simulator so as you collect I have a better you, idea for you yeah go, there's yeah. no killing they capture you if you fall into my trap and you get kerpranked by my big net then i'm gonna steal the snacks that you've got 
And I'm going to take your frying pan, too, because I need a wa- I need a good frying Ooh. pan for when oh, I get to the cooking section. That's fun. That's what you spawn with. Like, in Fortnite, you have your you have your pickaxe. In this, you have a frying pan. And that's what you do all well, your cooking I think, with. I think the frying pan was something you found. I like the idea that you can hunt down snacks and food. And also, you can hunt down uh, cooking like tools. tools. Uh, okay. Like, okay. better cooking tools. Bigger pots Ooh. than what is going to be normally there Ooh. at the cooking section. Okay. I like, the, I like this a lot. Okay. 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 The so, cooking section won't mm. spawn until enough players have been eliminated. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so it's oh, that's interesting. So it's not actual like combat. It's like you have to set. It's it's a it's a trap based like battle royale. It's a trap based battle royale. That's yes. cool as fuck. Actually, okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. I like that because then you can also you can put food out as bait or something, and people can yep, like there you go. Yep, 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 yep. So. Oh fuck it! Okay, I'm actually. I'm gonna really put a big this. meatloaf right here in the water, and it's just floating there because we all know meatloaf can't swim. And then someone's gonna try to come steal that meatloaf. But what's this? They activate my trip line. They're uh-huh. caught in a box. Bam. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. 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 So how do we, as the players, know what we're trying to cook? Is that something you have to? Because like, uh, you haven't played um Hunt Showdown, but the way it works is you don't know what monster you are fighting until you do some of the until you get a couple of uh until you track it till like you you have to go to like two locations and then it tells you the the actual location of the boss you're there to kill i'm wondering could you do a similar well, system where you have to we get some things a, we should take a finger or take a take a little Take a tasting, take a something out of the hand or the bucket of, sorry, I forgot how, like, normal, like, sentence structure works and, like, alliteration. Not alliteration. What are those called? Phrases? (laughs) Phrases. What's it called when it's a phrase that's used commonly? Mm Mm-hmm. You know the word. Uh, uh, I, I, bro, I don't know. My brain isn't cooking right now. Cool. I'm so glad that we're both so, so good with words. Anyway, we're going to take sentence? a trick Are you thinking out of, of a sentence? Nope. I found the sentence I was looking for, but that's not the common phrase word I'm looking for. We're going to take a trick out of the book of deck builders, and there okay. won't be a generally like an idea oh. of like, I know what I'm going to cook at the end of this. It will be mm. like, there will be staples around and then there will be some things that we as characters that load in will always be able to hunt down. Mm-hmm. If I play as Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, I'm going to know where to find some vegetable animals. That's just something that my character will always be able to track. Um, oh. And while I'm hunting down some vegetables, maybe some salad. Ooh, what's this? I found some, some ham. Yeah, we're going to do some chef salads when I get to the final zone today. And it's just like a little deck builder, but for hunting. You know a staple of what you're going to be hunting because you chose your character at the beginning. And then from there, it's a little bit of RNG-based, a little bit of luck, a little bit of who you hunt and who you steal from on your way to the final thing. Okay, I like this a lot because that means you can kind of build out your character of like... Eh, that way there's like every You're building every out your yeah. cupboard of what yeah. you could cook. No, I think it should be how about this? How about this? I think there should be specific challenges because then it like it tells what people it makes certain supplies 
more desirable between games. So it'll be like, hey, you're cooking a chili. Guess what? Like, you're going to need to find, like, the bean snakes that are running around. That makes, like, that means there's more competition about the, on those specific things. It feels more focused. Would you be told so, how many chili players are going to be, like, dropping in? Or bean players? hunters, I suppose. Well, no, I think it's I think it's a cooking competition. So it'll be like I want I want to lean into them having to do a specific food because I feel that that's like how well at least here in in the U.S. is like that's how they do a lot of their cooking competitions. It's like, hey, we're doing a chili festival. Hey, we're doing a barbecue festival. Hey, we're doing a jerky oh, so festival. Also, at the top of the round, they're told the players are all told what they need to hunt. Yes, but going okay. building off what you're saying is you can give your character a loadout of abilities of like hey you can always see like the the um the footprints of all the uh animals in your area so like you know the bean snakes or like you know just the, the fantasy cows i don't know fuck i don't know i'll leave i'll leave the names of the of the monsters for of course for of course later down the line um we'll leave it to the like, bike snacks dev team <laughs> we'll, we'll or, leave it to yoko taro yeah. <laughs> well okay but you get abilities like that it always tells you like it, or you can identify like uh, three times per round. You can see what monsters are in your immediate vicinity via like an overhead map or something. Um, just those kind of abilities that you can give your loadout. And but here's the thing: you might bring a loadout with you that might not work for anything for the contest you're in. So there's still that level of unpredictability of like, okay, I have these sets of skills. How can I find these things? And as you're, you know, all a you know battle royales. Every building has different cooking ware in it, um, or just like uh, some already have Every like cave will have different animals. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. you know, battle royale stuff. Mm. Are we? I want to talk about the cooking section. Is it just that you go in and the recipe was chosen at the top of the order? The rarity of ingredients you chose will give you a little bit of bonus points, and then you have to do Cooking Mama mini games, and whoever does the best Cooking Mama mini games with the best amount of points ranked in from rarities of beasts would then be the winner of the round. I'm tr- okay. I, I want to discuss something cause I, I, that I didn't really think about is what are you still vulnerable in the center while you're cooking? Or is it like, no. once you get to the tent area, it's off limits. Like once you enter the tent circle, you can't like be once you're in the tent circle, you're off limits. You can't be touched. Okay. You're a chef okay. now, not a combatant. Does, that, in, not does a that imply? Does that imply you can't leave? But like maybe you're cooking something Correct. and you realize you, you don't. Oh, okay. I was like, I was proposing that maybe you there's like there you can have this level of you're cooking something, but you realize you don't have this specific spice you want to add to it. To give it like this. That sucks. Kind of We've all seen flavor. Chopped. We know what happens when you forget ingredients. <laughs> oh God, that's fucked up. I like that too because then it'll be like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna do the best with what I have, and then it becomes a cooking mama thing. I don't know how we're gonna what determines the pointage of your cooking. The amount of catches, like... the rarity of catches, and then how well you do on the timings of your mini games. Uh, it will have a Cooking per, Mama okay. scoring system that will be multiplied by the amount of things that you've captured and the rarity of the things that you've captured. Okay, and those okay. points will all be accrued to decide the final victor. Okay, okay. I like this. I like this a lot. Okay, so is there... So what are some of the other, like, cooking wear that you can find? 
So it'll be like, hey, this well, is a cooking. you can find fancy knives mm. that will make it easier to get perfect on the cutting mini games. Oh, you can find pots. Okay. And I think that, like, maybe the bigger the pot, the more animals you can put into the pot when you're boiling stuff. Like, you want to find mm-hmm. bigger and bigger pans and pots. That way you can – your cap for the amount of animals that you brought in to cook with is higher. So how does that translate into – I, no, I agree with you. Like, the quality of catch and stuff. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 did a good thing about that, of, like, how well you hunted determines how well the pelt is and how well the meat is and all that stuff. I, I think I want to lean into something like that. But I'm trying to figure out, like, how... how so what does the trapping mechanics look like? Are you using... It's bug snacks, your... baby. You just use a big net and a big box. And if well, the okay, animal maybe. comes into your how fun about, box, about... you can close it on them. And you got to find ways to, like make your animals get stunned by like either making the animals bang into each other or by like putting covering the wall and ketchup and the burger will tackle the rock i have a question for you does do you spawn with your loadout and if you you, spawn spawn in with trap tools okay but maybe but maybe if you didn't spawn in with the right trap tools that's when it's you can take them from other people so that be like, hey, I you need to find you need to catch these. Okay, um, yeah, you want to yeah. offer up some specialty trap tools. Maybe yeah. maybe there will be a specialty trap tool you can have with, which is just a big uh, spatula, like mm-hmm, SpongeBob mm-hmm. has, and that will let you just flip the burger the bungers. So when mm-hmm. the bunger runs over to tackle you, you can hit him with the spatula and just scoop it up really easily. But oh mm-hmm. man, I forgot to load in with a spatula. But if I capture you. You did mm-hmm. bring a spatula, and that'll make it way easier for me to capture the bungers. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. I think we're on to something. I think we're cooking here, for lack of a better term. This is Bug Snacks 2. <laughs> this is Bug Snacks 2? <laughs> That's just what we're going to yes. call it? Just going to fucking outright steal it? Ay, ay, ay. Well, I just think that the Bug Snacks sys- engine is so good, and like the world is so fun. To just, like, play in, and I like the idea of, like, capturing these animals is, like, it's light puzzle solving. It's always, you can't just, like, attack it or, like, scoop it up with a net, right? It has to be, like, kind of shocked or delayed or dizzy before you can just scoop it up into your fun net. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. So is this just basically Bug Snacks Royale? That's kind of how we're looking at it? I'm thinking of it as a Bug Snacks Royale, yeah. But Hell with a yeah. cooking okay. element at the end, which is not in the original Bug Snacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I think, is that like our nug? Is that the game we want to run with? Is that... Well, let's touch base on our nugs really quick. We had a video game where we forced Yoko Taro to weigh the weight of a human life as opposed to Mona Lisa when they're both digitized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got Bug Snacks Royale. We've mm-hmm. got the Sundere uh, push and pull stealth action game. Mm-hmm. That's there it. A fourth one today. There was no. no just it was the just three. those three. Yeah, just those three, brother. What are you feeling? Because mm. I'm feeling like our bu- I'm feeling our Bug Snacks Royale game because it feels the most fleshed out, and also it doesn't anger you. <laughs> it doesn't make me like angry to my core. If anything, this one makes me a little <laughs> bit happy. You know what I mean? This one's ah. like, oh yeah, Bug Snacks, baby. Maybe we can get a uh, Caro Caro Bonito to give us another track. Oh my God, Bug Snacks too. Ooh, oh my god, Bug Snacks 2. Ooh. Yeah, it's like the two already has the ooze in it. Hell yeah. Hell it's yeah. It's already dude. there. 
All right. Yeah, I think I, Bug I Snacks like we... Royale is the nug today. Bug Snacks Royale. All right. Hell yeah. Is there any boss fights with something like this? Or is this... Actually, I don't know if there's any... Bu- has, if our, there's any... has our Discord boss fight been particularly food-related lately? Uh, it has It is not food-related, so we... <laughs> um, so That'd I'm make assuming... it pretty tough to find a boss fight, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> all right. I think that's it, then. I think Bug Snacks 2, or Bag- Bug Snacks Royale is our game this Bug week, Bug Snacks brother. Battle Royale. Bug Snacks Battle Royale. Bug, really, Bug Snacks Battle Royale or Bug Snacks Royale? Yeah, you know what? I'm saying it a couple times. What? Blake, 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 Blake. Yeah, what's up, brother? You know, you know, in France, they don't call it a double Mac with cheese, a Big Mac with cheese. Uh-huh. They call it a Big Mac Royale. Uh huh. You see, we won't call it Bug Snacks Royale. Here in America, we'll call it Bug Snacks with Cheese. <laughs> bug Snacks with Cheese. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can see it in now. Case, we name, just in we case name that it. joke wasn't funny to any of our lovely li- <laughs> listeners, please watch the first scene of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that we're like, hey, to laugh at that joke, go do this other thing. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's going to go over well. But I also hey, love Blake, the idea you, of naming Blake, it that. Blake, Blake, you're in the room with me. Yeah. You That was a banger joke, right? Could you just like no, affirm for me? It was not, was it that was a banger? Not a good, it was not what? a good joke, dude. You've had, you've had way joke? better. You've had way better. I, uh, I mean, I also have a disposition towards that movie because like everybody I do in fucking film school love to quote that movie. And I'm like, all right, it's it's an okay movie. It's not the fucking best movie ever. Okay, Jesus but Christ. Bug Snacks with Cheese is a very good idea for, instead of Bug I, Snacks Royale. I'm taking think, that okay, one. I don't care on, if you agree. On, That's no, right. No, 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 That's no, no, no. the move. I think I think the name is very good. I think how you got to the name was pretty eh. <laughs> Bug, Snacks, <laughs> Bug Snacks with Cheese is fun. I like that. Let's go with Bug Snacks with Cheese. I, I think that's I think that's funny because it's just like I'm sure they'll look at that and be like, why why the fuck that name at all? But hey, every I, film major will know. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, very every a film very major niche audience or every straight white guy that likes Quentin movies. <laughs> there you go. That's a little bit more accurate. Every straight white guy who thinks he's the greatest act- director of our time. Um, but how can he it. not? He has a five-minute scene where we look at some girl's dirty feet. He's the greatest director of all time. Was that in Once Upon a Time in in that Hollywood? That wasn't Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Didn't they also like? Do, isn't like I have not seen that movie, but wasn't the scene also about feet and how feet are like that? Like that they're like that's the whole movie. Also, not to kink. I mean, like no kink shaming. Like if you're into feet, you're into feet. Whatever. But like. It, it's so bizarre. I'm not here to kink shame. I'm here to talk about the fact that I watched a movie that had a five-minute scene where we were looking at some girl's feet. I'm Dude, not here to kink shame. I am that... here to shame for somebody who's so boldly parading their kink. Just you know, out there. Hey, AJ, I bet you there is a small portion of the world that looked at those five minutes as the greatest five minutes of all of cinema. So... Hey, maybe not be great to us, but maybe that was the pinnacle. That was the pinnacle of Simona. Simona. 
God, man, words words be hard. Words are hard. You're man. really wanging up. We're never taking a week off again. You cannot. You're just. You can't do words, and I can't think of common phrases. So like, <laughs> yeah, we, we can just, never we, take a week off like this again. If we take a break, we just slowly lose touch with the concept of conversation and power our enunciation. St- our show is so whack today. <laughs> All right, let's go to patch notes, dude. It's a miracle I thought of bug snacks with cheese. <laughs> We almost lost that gem. I'm. I don't know what we could have done. I don't know what we could have done, but hey, it was funny. I'll give you that. Fuck snacks with cheese is good. <laughs> All right, let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. Uh, is there anything we want to talk about today? Anything we want to push? Just Not maybe. That I hey, can think of. Let, let's do a uh, leave a review on iTunes. We haven't done one of those in a while. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Thank you always, uh-huh. as always, for listening to today's show. Blake and I have one big request for you today, though. It's a pretty huge one, not going to lie. Like, this is probably ugh, this is probably the biggest thing we've ever asked of you, our lovely audience, in forever, yes. ever, probably, so, huh, Blake? So... Uh, you know, just a little simple thing. We we're kind of like, it's been about a year since we've gotten a review on iTunes, and not saying that's you know like it it doesn't hurt our feelings or anything. But if you're feeling kind, if you're feeling up to it, can you leave the worst review possible for us on iTunes? Like like a like Let's a one still star. give it five stars. Like a one Hold on, no 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 no. Five like a stars one star. is still important. Five stars no. are still so wickedly no. important. You can no, say whatever it's... you want in the words. You can cuss us out. You can call us bad at podcasting. You can do whatever you want in the description. <laughs> just no. but just the AJ, like the five stars. If you I want, want to do a description that's like Blake and AJ both uh-uh. smell like butts and their audio is atrocious <laughs> and I hate them. Five stars. <laughs> No, 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 AJ. I don't want no lies. I don't want no lies. I don't think. Is there anybody out there that want, that thinks we're five star? I don't think so. I know Me, there's a lot of people that think, think we're out there like one star. My mom thinks she's. My mom thinks we're I, five stars, I, but she doesn't listen I to the show. I triple dog dare um, you, the audience, to leave a bad review on. <laughs> Maybe not. No, I don't know how many I, people would actually I, I do that. The bit I was funny, but dare I think I can't to commit, leave us I can't a five star review. You should do. You should do reviews though that just insult us because that would be very funny if they were just digs on us and then were five stars. That would own actually. If if you're feeling kind, we would uh, we greatly appreciate a review on iTunes. Just like AJ said, if you want to leave a bad one, uh, and actually you, you can't do that, rating. but you have to leave no, five stars. No, you leave can an leave honest a mean rating. review, but it has no. to be five. No, 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 no. Leave an honest rating. If if you're feeling up to it, we would definitely appreciate it. It can be a review just like my mom would. I wish that they weren't doing this podcast. Five out of five. Like I wish think they, about I wish they had way. real jobs. Uh, five <laughs> out of five. <laughs> With that, we're definitely not begging. With that request, um, I'm going to go ahead and close the show out today. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>